1: America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.
2: Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cenoevil here. Let's get right down to it. Monday's AEW Dark Elevation starts with Penelope 4 with a record of 14-4, and 4, defeating the debuting Notorious Mimi very quickly here with the Muda Lock. Santana and Ortiz with a record of 10 and 3 defeated Adrian Soriano and Matthew Omen. Uh, they were accompanied by Gabriel Hodder, and all three of them are actually known as Primal Fear. Uh, they have appeared on Ring of Honor recently, as well as a couple other shows. This match was really quick here. Santana pins Omen in minutes with a double face buster. FTR with a record of 22-3, number four in the tag team division. Defeated the team of Lee Moriarty and LSG, Leon St. Giovanni. Uh, LSG actually had the visual pin here at one point, but the referee was distracted. Moriarty and LSG got a bunch of offense here, but Dax Harwood gets the pin on Moriarty after a braid buster. And I got to admit, their new theme song is definitely catching on to me. Ty Conti with a record of 33 and 5, with a rec- uh, number 5 in the women's division, defeated Danny Moe, making her debut. Uh, Ty Conti has a new theme song, which kind of starts with K, uh, like Ty J, fight, kind of like a street fighter type of uh, music, I guess you can say. Uh, Danny Moe, you might have seen her in GCW. She's always accompanying uh, Facade to the ring, and has a very similar look to him. But Conti wins quickly here with the DD tie. Joey Gidella, with a record of 9-4, defeated Crowbar, yes, that Crowbar, uh, a.k.a. Devin Storm, who's been wrestling since 1993. He was in WWF, WWE, ECW, TNA, Ring of Honor, just to name a few, but he's most widely known through his time in WCW with David Flair and the late Daphne. So a nice little uh, appearance here by Crowbar. As the match gets underway, Janella and Kayla Rossi, who was in his corner, they try to leave, but they get stopped by... Another familiar face, ECW legend, the blue meanie. He's sporting his BWO style shirt that says AEW on it instead. And he sends Janela back to the ring. The match turns a little hardcore. They start fighting into the crowd. Uh, Janela distracts the referee at one point. Kayla Rossi hits a hurricanrana off the top rope. And Janela ends up hitting a Death Valley driver for the pen and the win. After the match, Sunny Kiss comes out to attack Janela. But easily gets taken out by Janela and Rossi. And Rossi hits like this spinning corkscrew off the top rope. Very impressive looking here. Ruby Soho making her AW Dark debut with a record of two and one defeated uh, Emmy Sakura with a record of seven and one. Pretty good match here, but Ruby gets the pin here with her. uh, I guess you can't call it the Riot Kick anymore. Is it the Soho Kick? They haven't really given her the name yet, but it's the same move that she's been using before. Uh, we go to this backstage vignette with Crowbar and Blue Meanie, who they're talking about their time here. Uh, Crowbar says how he's been wrestling for 20 years. Uh, it's been 20 years since he wrestled for a major company, and he's been following AEW closely. And he likes this environment that encourages creativity and, and innovation. And he was motivated, so he made it the business to strive to be here. And it was a much, um, it was much greater to have Blue Meanie by his side as well. Meanie chimes in and says that uh, he got butterflies and excitement when he got to call to do this, and he's been admiring AEW from the start. And the fact that he was born in Philly, debuted in. East ECW in Philly debuted in WWE in Philly had WrestleMania in Philly and now makes his AEW debut in Philly is a uh, you know it's a great it's a great thing and uh, they both thanked Tony Khan and AEW for their time and the main event here was the Butcher to Blade and Private Party defeated Lee Johnson Brock Anderson Chuck Taylor and Willie Utah a fun fast match here but the Butcher hits a lariat out of nowhere to pin Lee Johnson for the win. We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark. Very short show here. Only about 20 minutes or so. Four matches here. These are the last matches from the first set of tapings from the AEW Universal uh, Arena in Orlando. Sean Dean defeated Andrew Lockhart with a powerbomb into a backbreaker. Kylan King with a record of 12 and 10. Defeated Ashley Dumbois very easily here with the Kingdom Falls. Wardlow defeated Darian Benson very quickly after two powerbombs and the F10. And the main event, Evil Uno with a record of 23 and 9. Defeated Anthony Green with a record of 0 and 2. Uh, nice little six-minute match here. But Uno does get the win after the Something Evil. There was another match that was scheduled for this show with Joey Janela defeating Stallion Rogers, but that match was cut. WWE NXT. This is the last show without a crowd, so I'm very excited to have a crowd at the next show. But this show has Ginny defeating Amelia McKenzie. Uh, Joseph Connors kept trying to interfere on Ginny's behalf until Michael Sonomaru came out and took him out. Finish came with McKenzie missing and going shoulder first into the ring post and Ginny hitting a Ripcord legger kick for the pin. After the match, Ginny says that now that she's defeated her protege, she has Michael's attention and challenges her for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Michael holds her title up in, in the air as a response, so it looks like we're going to be getting this match. Blair Dev. Davenport walks to Siskala's office, and Scala reinstates her only because Stevie Turner wanted to match with her, but any future behavior of that nature won't be tolerated, and Davenport said that she gets what she wants. She always gets what she wants. Uh, we also get a video package uh, from A-Kit and the ahead of their UK title match that's coming up next week. Sam Gradwell defeated Mark Andrews with a fireman carry slam. Uh, backstage, Flash Morgan Wester just goes up to Shaw Samuels, smacks him, and runs away. So that's going to be the, the way they set up their match. And we have the Heritage Cup Tournament Final. The winner of this gets a title shot at the UK Heritage Cup. Noem Dar defeated Wolfgang. Uh, during round two, Jordan Devlin comes out and attacks Joe Coffey, who was ringside, causing a distraction. And Dar rolls up Wolfgang for the first fall. But right when round three starts, Wolfgang hits Dar with a spear and gets the second fall. And the finish comes in round six after Dar hits two Nova Rollers for the pin and the win. After the match, the Heritage Cup champion Tyler Bay comes out, has a face-off with Noem Dar. So it looks like that will be the next match. NWA Power, we have two of the semifinals matches for the tag team title tournament. Uh, Hawks Irie defeated the team of Sal Renaro and Mems when PJ Hawks makes Renaro submit. The Pope has a video message for Trevor Murdoch where he continues to say that he respects Murdoch and he won't cash in, uh, when Man- Murdoch's back is turned and we'll let him know in advance when he does. He's been saying this a lot and it's, it's giving me like this idea that he is gonna cash in when Murdoch's back is turned. That's just my, my thought on this. We have an interview segment with Chelsea Green, Melina and Kylie Ray. Uh, Chelsea calls a big scene saying that she should be champion. She talks trash about Melina and Kyle, uh, and Kylie and they pretty much, they uh, make cases themselves about why they should be NWA women's champions uh tv title match tyrus defeated jordan clearwater they spent the first couple of minutes here just wasting time till tyrus kind of hits the hard punch out of nowhere and gets the win the story here is that tyrus is running through really easy opponents until he gets five more wins that way he can challenge trevor murdoch for the world title after the match tyrus cut a promo on scion the masked man saying that if he could do this to a friend what would what will he do to him at hard times too And then he has a little exchange with trevor murdoch and i'm pretty sure he says that him and trevor murdoch are cousins not sure if that's legit or not but Trevor Murdoch kind of like acknowledged it as if it's true so maybe it is who knows Mickey James is being interviewed she talks about how we're going to get a special empowered episode of power coming up and she gets interrupted by Kira Hogan and uh who Kira pretty much apologizes saying that she's been disrespectful for disrespectful to her recently and if Mickey respects her as much as she says she does then why isn't she on the empowered show Mickey gets a little offended saying that's not the case she'll get her on the show once she finds the right opponent for her and kira says why not fight mickey james herself and mickey's like we can talk about this off the air and then kira says hey mickey's maybe mickey's just scared of me and uh, mickey gets upset and they kind of go off um go go backstage and talk about this So it looks like we're probably gonna get this match Tom Latimer does an interview where he talks about attacking Nick Aldis and says that the reason he's doing this is because Aldis always did stuff without him and left him in the UK when he got signed to a major company. Uh, Aldis gets all the money, he gets all the mansions, and he just uses Latimer as a stepping stone. And while Aldis is at home recovering, he can apologize to his son for being a loser and a failure. And uh, he walks off and kind of brushes with James Storm, who goes on stage and says that pretty much he just wants to become the national champion. And the other semifinal match for the tag team tournament, The End defeated Aaron Stevens and Kratos. Kratos was in control pretty much the whole match. They tagged out to Stevens, and Stevens automatically gets rolled up. And, um... Uh, the end gets the pin. So it's going to be the end versus Hawks area in the finals. And the winner of that gets a tag team title shot against La Rebellion. 205 Live. Sarray makes her 205 Live debut. Defeated Amari Miller with that deadly looking dropkick into the ropes. The Creed Brothers also make their debut on 205 Live. Brutus and Julius defeated the team of Dimitri Jackson and Andrew Lockhart. Uh, Jackson and Lockhart have both appeared on AEW Dark. Total destruction here. Brutus pins Jackson after a double team slam. Uh, Malcolm Bivens gets on the mic and uh, says that you know, the Cree the brothers are special and they're above anybody else. And what you saw was just a taste. And they're challenging everybody. It doesn't matter which brand you're on. And then he quotes Lauren Hill and says, Ready or not, you can run, you can hide. We will find you. Maybe that's a dig at the new day. They've been wearing the Fuji's gear recently, so who knows. And the main event here was Grayson Waller defeated Trey Baxter. Fun and fast match here with Waller sneaking in a roll up for the pen as Baxter continues to look disappointed in his new storyline. We go to New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, The Autumn Attack. This is their first show from the tapings in Texas. Matthew Raywald, the former aide in English, replaces Kevin Kelly on commentary here to join Alice Kozlov. And the first match, Minoru Suzuki, making his New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong debut, defeated Fred Rosser. This match was really good. Uh, It got hard and violent, but Suzuki gets the win with the gotch style pile driver. Uh, we have a New Japan strong openweight championship match as Tom Lawler defends against Ren Narita. Uh, this match was really good. 20 plus minutes here. Uh, you've probably seen the pictures, but Narita showing shades of Shibata, kind of, um, you know, doing the pose and everything and, and telling Lawler to kick him. But Lawler gets the submission win after stretching Narita's legs and arms back. Pretty devastating looking move. Jay White defeated Robbie Eagles in the main event. This is also Eagles' debut in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Strong, White gets to win with the Blade Runner. After the match, he cuts a promo about the Bullet Club and talks about how they're bringing in new members without running it by him first. And he's the one who makes the decisions, and he is the true leader of the Bullet Club. So the continue this Bullet Club trouble. Storyline: Ring of Honor, SOS, the team of Khan and Moses defeated Dalton Castle and Dak Draper. Moses get the pen on Draper after a double-team DDT drop. After the match, Kenny King and Dragon Lee come out and, and attack SOS, but SOS get up and they challenge King and Lee for the tag team titles, and that match will happen next week. Willow defeated Angelina Love and Miranda Alizé in a triple threat. This is a contender's match for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship, so pretty much uh, the people that win these triple threat matches will be put in the match, and then they'll have the title shot against Roxy at final battle. The finish came here when Love knocked Alizé off the apron, and she gets rolled up by Willow for the win. And the main event, OGK, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett defeated the team of Bandito and Ray Horace. Bennett gets the pin on Horace after they hit a double-team dropkick-backpack-stunner combo. On main event, and Cross defeated Ricochet by submission, and Mason T-Bar defeated the Viking Raiders in what could be Mason T-Bar's last match. We don't know. WWE Network Editions of the Week, we have WXW We Love Wrestling 15, as well as another episode of ICW Fight Club. And just because John Pollock requested it, I'll give him more than 14 seconds. I'll talk about my time at New York Comic Con. It was pretty fun. We had um, MJF, you guys probably saw the picture. As soon as he saw me, he said, are you from post-wrestling? Because he saw my hat. He uh, called me to the table, and he took a picture where he took my hat, and he tried to spit on the hat. And then he threw my hat. And he said, tell Wei Ting to eat shit. So nice guy, MJF. But, uh, we had Tony Schiavone there, uh, the blade and the bunny, uh, Dan Housen, Orange Cassidy, Chris Datlander, the Lucha Brothers, uh, Alex Everhontes was there. A lot of guys from AEW, uh, that I got to see and talk to. Um, John Cena was there. I didn't get a chance to see him. <laughs> get it. And, um, who else? We had a black excellence panel, which was really nice. It was, uh, Faye Jackson, uh, Jay Rose from GCW and a couple other, uh, African American performers who were talking about the state of black wrestling. Uh, it was a really, really good event. Um, and MJF actually crashed that as well. Uh, <laughs> how inappropriate. MJF came in and tried to take over the black experience panel. Um, check it out on my Twitter page if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, but it was a good event. New York Comic Con, first time going there in about six years or so. Uh, but it was a good event overall. Uh, that's it. For this week, you guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark.
1: You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen, but Duncan's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast, complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses, or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries, just might convince you a little help never hurt especially the hot caffeinated kind America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.
3: Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21-plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real-money sports wager in Ohio. one one twenty-three. Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code Ohio.